Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Greensburg. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Decatur County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Thank you all so much for joining us this morning. It's never easy having a family member and a friend deployed. And um, November is National Military Families Appreciation Month. And Thanksgiving can be a little difficult for families, but also for those that can't be home for the holidays while serving our country thousands of miles away. Here's Denny Smith. Joining us now is an old friend, a retired captain and aviator in the United States Navy. A fellow who's also a board member of the Salvation Army and who has joined us for a couple of dozen years on the WIBC Radiothon. Don Steele, thanks for taking some time to talk with us today. Oh, Denny, thank you, and thanks for all of your years of help with the WIBC. A fellow who's also a board member of the Salvation Army and who has joined us for a couple of dozen years on the WIBC Radiothon. Don Steele, thanks for taking some time to talk with us today. Oh, Danny, thank you, and thanks for all of your years of help with the WIBC Radiothon for the Salvation Army. Their programs impact veterans like me in so many different ways. It's sneaking up on us, Don, but hey, listen, let's talk about that. When you were active duty in the military, you were subject to call 24 hours a day as a pilot, and that included holidays such as Thanksgiving. And look back on your career for us as a pilot in the Navy. Is there a Thanksgiving day that you remember being away from home? Very, very definitely. I'll tell you, my first deployment after I finished flight school and got my wings early in 1977, I got picked to go to a squadron up in Brunswick, Maine. And uh, after going to Navy Justice School to be a legal officer also for this squadron, we began a six-month deployment in October of 1977, where we were split between the Naval Station at Rhodes, Spain, about 40 miles north of Gibraltar, and a field called Lodges in the Portuguese Azores Islands. So you were there for Thanksgiving. If you deployed in October, you were there. Yeah, we were. And it was, you know, at the time, I'd been married just uh, about two and a little over two years. We had a Thanksgiving in November of 1977. I think my oldest son was 19 months. And and it was a tough deployment. You were back in the late 70s, Denny, kind of the post-Vietnam wind down. So morale was pretty poor and our we were not flying the safest airplanes in the world because just of a lot of cuts in maintenance type spending in the 1970s. But as uh, as I thought about it, Denny, in many ways, I think sometimes it's tougher these days with cell phones and emails and FaceTime. In my day, you know, it took two to three weeks to get a letter. There was no email. Phone calls were brutally expensive. And we were allowed one, it was called MARS, the Military Amateur Radio System. They were ham radio operators here in the U.S. that would help us with about a five or six minute call where I'd say, you know, I love you, dear, over. So they weren't really, they weren't really, they really really weren't too more. And, and, And during that deployment, I'd save my one phone call on MARS for Christmas. Uh, and, and, and so for Thanksgiving, you know, we were in Rhodes, Spain, and, and there were several factors. You know, in, in my first month of flying over there, we almost crashed. It was the closest I ever came to. A, we were trying to land in the 140 knot winds in the Azores. So that had kind of puckered everybody up of uh, being away and having a very definite near miss. So when it came to Thanksgiving, we're flying over in Spain. 
my crew signed up for like a three to four hour, just a, a, a simple short flight. And uh, so the night before Thanksgiving, there was no happy hour, you know, no bottle was throttle. We had to be careful of that. But we actually, to keep ourselves busy, you know, volunteered for a, a quick patrol on Thanksgiving Day just to kind of get our minds off of being well, away from Well, let's go flight. back to your experience. How do you think people in the service respond to holidays when they're away from home? Everybody has their quiet thoughts. You guys probably tried to get rid of the boredom just by taking a, a short flight gig. What do you think most people were thinking around Thanksgiving there? Oh, it, it, it's tough. And, it's, and again, in some ways, these days, where you can communicate so easily with the family, I think it would be tougher. You know, it, back in the, in the 70s and really into the mid to late 80s before fax machines and things like that, how you were keeping in touch on that holiday away, that Thanksgiving away, were, were just some three-by-five pictures. Oh, my in the gosh. Mail, getting the mail from your family. There was no phone call, no, no FaceTime. And really, you had to kind of struggle, kind of in boats and ships. We call it keeping your eyes in the boat and keeping your, in an aircraft, is you know, keeping your eyes on your airspeed. Indicator. That's exactly right. Fly yeah. the aircraft. Well, what about that's each right. other? Were you supporting each other? Were you remembering Thanksgivings? You know, you know, that's a pretty grueling being away from home, but being without communication to home is almost as tough. Oh, it was. It was. And so there was a lot. You get into a lot of, uh, there weren't a lot of us that had, had started families back in those days. And we, in those days, we still had significant n- number of, of single people. And it, it just in different ways, uh, what we tried to do later on in squadrons I was in was especially for our younger people. You know, after I'd been in three, four, five different squadrons, it, it, the family gets a little bit more accustomed to me being away for one of these holidays. You know, we would put on like a squadron, a turkey dinner, or we'd have a little exchange of gifts like under a buck or two to kind of simulate a little bit and be kind of the family away from the family to kind of keep people's heads up. You know what? It's it's pretty tough. Thanksgiving is, is one holiday of many, Don. Were there others that you recall while you were flying for the Navy that you were called away from home during a holiday? Yeah, and I'll tell you the toughest, and it was it was right during the elections in 1992, you know, when, when Bill Clinton beat George Bush, there were some issues really developing in Yugoslavia in that civil war. And so we got a notice as a reserve squadron, they want us to cover about 30 weeks because the active duty squadrons were busy doing the end of the Cold War stuff. So my commanding officer, I was the executive officer, the number one at the time, the commanding officer took off and his crew covered Thanksgiving. My crew, we left Christmas Eve. Oh, Don, Christmas Eve? Yeah, Christmas Eve. So got up to Detroit where my squadron was, got my crew, and we flew over to Sicily uh, in the the Mediterranean where we based our missions to go into the Adriatic. But it was uh, that one, uh, you know, at that, that time, you know, we'd had all five of our kids. And my oldest at that time was probably 16 or 17. So we did uh, Christmas Eve on December 23rd and, and December 24th, loaded up and got back towards the end of January for my crew. Yeah, that one for the family, because they, were they weren't babies anymore, that one was tough. 30 weeks, yeah. is that's, that is a long time. That's seven, eight oh. months almost. So you were the EO. I know your wife, Allison. How did you break the news to Allison that you weren't going to be there for Christmas? Well, I did, I had a choice. I could be honest about it, or I'd probably deal with a marital property settlement. So I, I went with the, 
<laughs> I went with oh. the, the, the being honest about it, but it, uh, I met her 50 years ago when I was at, at the Naval Academy. We got married 48 years ago. It, it amazes me. But so with her and her kids, of course, beyond Christmas, Thanksgiving, lots of birthdays missed. But one, Denny, I got to tell you real quick, the 4th of July in 1972, I was on a Navy ship. We docked in Denmark. There was an unbelievable 4th of July celebration going on in the whole country, and it's their thank you for our troops in World War II. Wonderful. And, and plus a lot of Danish. But on that 4th of July in 1972, we're out of Copenhagen. I'm with about 100 different sailors. The masters of the ceremony were Danny Kay and Ronald Reagan. <laughs> and, and so, of course, that, that, was, that was before I'd met my dear spouse. And they say gotten married and had a family. And for about 100, 150 of us off the ship, that was pretty cool. Before I let you go, give me your thoughts for this Thanksgiving. What's Don Steele oh, thankful for? My gosh, just what we've been talking about. My family, the five kids, we got four in-laws, the six grandkids, and their freedom. But really, those of us that were our marriages that have survived these this military life that uh, many men and women take on, especially the spouse, Allison. 50 years of dealing with uh, me disappearing on all this Navy duty and being there when I came back. Don Steele, thanks for sharing some time with us. Uh, I look forward to uh, sharing a mic with you again at the Salvation Army Radiothon. That'll be the 8th and 9th of December, so you get that on your calendar, boss. I've got it there. Take care, Denny. I appreciate your interest in the those of us that have served overseas. Thanks a lot, Don. Bye-bye. Just a great conversation. He's a great human being. He truly is. I mean, he is a truly is one in a million. And we are so grateful for Don Steele. Absolutely. 